0: Welcome back to episode 226 to Dark podcast. today we are going to be talking about uh, bull picks through the 27th of December. so next Wednesday depending on when you're listening to this we'll talk a little bit about the NFL playoff picture. We're gonna do NFL picks and we're also playing a game that we've played in the past. Uh, name that actor slash actress. All right, Kick it off. Best thing we collectively saw this week. Raise your glass. Drew Locke. To Drew. Drew.
1: Yes, sir. Drew. Um, M-I-Z, baby. Best hell quarterback
2: in game. the NFC West.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, let's pump the brakes there.
2: <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. Or am I? You're
0: right. I NFC. Know. Either way. Um, hell of a game. 92-yard drive against the
1: Eagles. Um. Just I mean fantastic. he wasn't playing a gr- he wasn't playing a great game up to that. I, I saw him miss a lot of throws, which is to be expected when you, you haven't played in that they long. He didn't too. He was i yeah. running the ball
2: all over the place. He also only had like
1: five incomplete passes before that last yeah. drive.
2: <laughs> so, um, he wasn't missing a lot of
1: balls, but I hear you. No, he wasn't. A lot of short it was passes. a great great drop in the bucket to another young – I mean that that catch by JSN was fucking nuts too. Uh I mean it was it was perfect ball placement over the defender, great catch by JSN, and I lost my fantasy matchup um, because of it. And to go no, to the you championship, you lost your
0: fantasy matchup to, on that DK catch for a first down. That was absolutely bananas. Well,
1: it's it was the it was the drive that Drew Lock started. I mean, it was the right. Drew Lock Drew Lock drive, and then I lost it on that, and then it just further affirmation on that deep ball. I'm like, okay, now I, now I really lost. So, (laughs) um, but I was more than happy to see me lose. I mean, I've that post game interview was just the best thing I saw. I've seen in a long time.
2: I feel like that changed a lot of people's minds about drew lock. If they didn't already like him, there were a lot of people that liked him out there, but a lot of people that didn't, I feel like that changed a lot of people's minds
1: for sure.
0: Yeah. Hard to not get, you know, emotional or just be happy for the guy. If you don't know him, then maybe your sympathy or care thereof is a little bit less, but if you do know him, then the story is great. Uh, Got pretty much just thrown away by the Broncos, didn't ever really get a shot with the Seahawks, and now here we are. So hopefully that'll lead them to some more opportunities into the future. Um,
1: Former outside of of
0: yeah, former classmate, former, uh, I was <laughs> yeah. gonna say, former classmate of all of ours, basically, two at the yep. same time. Um, <laughs> to lead us further into the weekend, not just that game specifically. Um, NFL down one unit last week, bowl season, we are down a unit and a half. But the UFC card up 6.79 units. If you tailed our picks on Twitter that we put out and on the podcast last week, absolute banger. Um, the card itself was fantastic up until all the way up until the last yeah, fight, the to harp on that too long, especially right. if you, a lot of you guys aren't UFC fighter or fans. So I don't uh, it was trash. Fighters. Lost a <laughs> lot of respect for Colby Covington,
1: but I, I don't have any. So <laughs> let's put <it> that way. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot there.
0: of people, a lot yeah. of people probably had very little and then now have
2: none. So yeah. gained to a, uh, Gained a little bit of respect for Bryce Mitchell. Um, after I, oh, know, yeah. I saw that video afterwards of him working on his barn <laughs> out of the countryside.
0: <laughs> How out are of you gonna...
2: spine, but...
0: Yeah, not respect a guy that just got the shit knocked out of him in the first place. Literally, literally.
1: <laughs> Yeah. It's and he insane. sees on the mat. But and yeah. Now
0: you guys know why Joe Rogan was talking about don't let him walk, because he even said that he wasn't even yep. there until he got in the ambulance. He yep. <laughs> up, broke both <bolted laughs> his knees on the way out of the octagon. Yeah. <laughs> falling over knees backwards keaton mitchell style
2: <laughs> oof oh oh that was that one was hard to look at too yeah jumping into rough. our uh NFL recap of the weekend tough yeah
0: that was disgusting um yeah. now going into NFL we'll kick it off cuz we're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture uh, a little bit's changed since last week
1: got more messy uh,
0: yeah i was going to say it's just Kind of just a big ball of just fuckery.
1: The fact that we're like get real into it. The fact that we're three weeks away from the playoffs and like I know it's like you know we got to talk about math, but the fact there's only six teams mathematically eliminated from the playoffs with three weeks left is wild to me.
2: Pretty insane.
0: I'm. I saw something today on it was one of the freaking mainstream media, ESPN, CBS, something like that. A guy out there talking saying who teams right now that you think could beat the Buffalo Bills. And he had 2 I'm like, okay, I know they're getting hot, but they're still not even a playoff team right now. No, right. They have an uphill battle. Don't get me wrong. I think they beat a lot of the teams in front of them at the moment, but they are in no means in my mind, even if they win out because their schedule is kind of weak until they play the Dolphins. Even if they win out, I still don't think they are a Super Bowl contender.
1: If they win out, they I think they're going to be favorites in the Super Bowl, in my opinion. If they win out, because if they win out, Travis, you know, unless the Dolphins take care of business the next two weeks before that Bills game, because for those of you who don't know, like they could still win the AFC East. Yes, the Dolphins have a two one and a half game lead over them, so the Dolphins beat the Cowboys and the Ravens, the division's locked up before they even play Buffalo. But if Dolphins lose both or split them then that week 18 game between Buffalo and Miami's basically win or take the AFC East. Um so they if they if they win the division, then I do think they're going to go into the playoffs being the Super Bowl favorites in my opinion. I don't know what Super Bowl favorites. Maybe out of the AFC. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm forgetting the Niners. I'm forgetting the Niners. My bad. My bad. my bad. Okay.
0: Either way, uh we can talk about the AFC playoff picture. Uh Baltimore locked up uh their spot last this past week miami is still sitting at top of the east at 10 and 4 realistically how do you guys see the division shaking out in the east the east yeah i don't i it's not a fan
2: i just i don't see a way that they lose the division because i know the bills have some easier games ahead you got to back up against the chargers you've got the patriots at home but Either of those games could be a sneaky, droppable game with two teams that have nothing to lose. They have to travel all the way to LA. Um, and then Miami, I mean, like you said, that technically, even if they win one of two, it still comes down to weeks 18. Sorry, not all the, the.
0: I know it's you don't want to look past the next two weeks because I think the, obviously they're winnable games, especially if you want to be a contender. But as of right now, the only thing that matters for them is the Bills game, technically. Yeah. Unless you're, yeah. fighting, I mean, we're fighting for the one seed still. Uh, but right, that is the game that's going to take it in, yeah. in, a, in a dumb way. Not.
2: In a dumb way. If you guys lose to the Cowboys this week, I, if I were Mike McDaniel, if I were that organization, I'm overlooking the Ravens game and I'm focusing on the bills game because that Ravens game at that point does not matter.
1: I, I think I hear you, but I've seen so many Miami games. I think if they lose both of them to Dallas and Baltimore, I'm, I'm to Travis's point. I'm going to be very, very low going into Week 18. I here's my here's my personal opinion. I watched Dallas play last week. I watched Baltimore play last week. I hadn't really watched a ton of Baltimore games all year long. Baltimore did not impress me against Jacksonville. Matter of fact, I think they should have lost that game considering how many times Jacksonville was inside the 20 yard line and didn't fucking score. Um, I think it was four different times they were they were inside the 20 and did not score. Whether it was missed field goals or turnovers, um, so. I think I I'm I'm optimistic they can win it. I I really I really am. I don't see Buffalo coming down to Miami and beating us after the shellacking they put us in the beginning.
0: If you aren't confident in the Dolphins and you think the Bills are that hot, they are plus
1: two ten to win the AS East. It's not a bad bet. I mean I that's a good bet to make right now. It is. It's a great bet. Like being
2: yeah, win win. What? Either win. I said win win. You either win the division or you lose it and you make some money.
1: Yeah. For us, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just talking about if you're just a better out there, like uh, personally I ran the playoff simulator a million different times. And I'll, and like it was like 50-50. I had the Bills in the, in the playoffs or out of the playoffs. There's a chance the Bills could win these next two games and then lose the Dolphins and still not make the playoffs at ten and seven. Like that's a realistic possibility.
0: That's fair. Well, the AFC West uh, Chiefs, even though they didn't actually clinch it, it's pretty much locked up after what the Broncos came out and laid last week. Um, and then the South is hmm.
2: a, mess. A, mess. a mess
1: in its own, right? A mess. Hot take. I have Jacksonville missing the playoffs. I don't even know if that's that, that have yeah. a take right now.
0: It's. I mean, it's a, it's a, I'd say that's a warm take. The only reason it's, it's a long take
2: is because they have the head-to-head over both of those teams, and they don't play either of them for the rest of the year.
0: And they have the Bucks, which are which is tough in Tampa. Panthers, Titans, who Titans aren't fighting for a spot, especially that late in the season, they might be benching guys to not get hurt and kind of fighting for a draft pick. Um, and then the Panthers are shit.
1: So. Yeah, and the Colts have a couple easy games upcoming too. They got Falcons, Raiders before they play the Texans at home.
0: I'll, I'd say both Jacksonville and Indy make it. Um, I'm.
1: It's Meanwhile, tough. Houston. Houston's got a fucking gauntlet. Cleveland, Tennessee, who's playing tough ball right now, and then Houston. Or sorry, they, Houston, Houston and Indy. Indy, Indy, sorry, <laughs> Cleveland. Um, it's very well.
0: Yeah, that is tough. I, I think with how messy it is, this is what I'm gonna say. The top nine are only in it in my eyes.
2: Oh, I agree. Pittsburgh's out, Denver's out, and yeah. everybody below that is
1: all oh, automatically guys. eliminated. Go look at Denver's schedule. It's it's no. it's New England, LA, and Vegas. 10 the they year. need a lot to happen though. Yeah, need a lot they, of teams to lose. It's not as simple as just winning out for them. But here's my thing, though. So in my current scenario, I have the Broncos, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Jaguars are all 10-7. and seven. And the Broncos and the Bengals are in the playoffs, not the Bills and the Jaguars. The Broncos will drop one of those games. They probably will. They probably will. I'm just saying, like, it's not – I don't think the Broncos are – like, I wouldn't count them out of it just yet. I'm not opinion. counting them out, like. You know, mathematically
0: wise, but I think they're out. I think they
1: have the wind and their sails kind of got knocked down after last week. Yeah. Counterpoint to that, Ethan made a point last week that I think we needed, we should have leaned more into then. I think the Bengals are going to sneak in. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, It's not going to be pretty, whoever they play in the first round. They might give them a battle, but. I don't think they have a realistic shot of winning a playoff game.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. They played the chiefs and Browns to finish the year. I think here's my thing. I think they'd beat Pittsburgh this week, but, and I think they split the chiefs and the Browns. I don't think they dropped both those games. I think they can. Jake I think Brown- they can pick can just continue. looks
2: so good. It's it's weird to say, but like, he just looks so good. It's hard to root against the
1: guy at, the point, at this point. It's very Drew Lockesque. Like it's a guy that you can't not root for. He's got he's got nothing to lose at this point in time. Like he's literally like he knows he's not going to be the starting quarterback for the Bengals next year. So fuck it, why not? You know, like roll with That's it. Fair.
0: I say it's a it's a race in the top nine right now. anyone outside of that, you have a very 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 outside chance
1: all right travis uh, i i got a question for you yeah do you see a scenario where the dolphins lose out and miss the playoffs no i don't <laughs> i don't care i don't
2: care if that question was for travis there's no way
0: lose out and miss i don't see a scenario be me being a fan of the dolphins i can absolutely see it <laughs> yeah
1: i i, I don't uh, think so either i I don't know if you guys watch hard knocks this week yet, but like the way Mike McDaniel rallied the team around that loss to the Titans and they just came out and fucking made us. I know it was the jets, but let's not forget the jets just put a shellacking on the Texans. They beat good teams this year. They have a good defense. And we just pumped the shit out of them this week.
0: Jarrett. I wake up on Sunday morning. hungover is all hell. <laughs> Jarrett leaves my house at seven o'clock in the morning. And then. No, nah, I'd bet line an hour and a half later is texting me about all the people that are inactive and panicking. I'm like, dude, I'm hungover. Relax. And then we go out and win thirty to nothing. <laughs> yeah,
2: so I, uh, again, relax. I Dolphins also just looked at it too. I just looked at it too, and I don't. I know it's mathematically possible, but it's gonna. The Dolphins would need a lot to miss the playoffs because they have. Overall, a better conference record than a lot of the people below them. They have a better division record, which at this point doesn't matter because if the Bills beat them, then it is what it is. But um, they have a better overall win percentage in conference games, and then like half the teams below them, and one of the, and the teams below them are gonna drop a game or two most right. likely. Yeah.
0: All right. And then we heading into the NFC, and I'm just gonna Oof. kick it off by saying here. I also think it's really only a race between the top nine seeds. Hot take. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Technically, Minnesota's out. Minnesota's, but, out.
2: Um, Minnesota's out, but it's going to come down again. I talked about it last week because I said that the Packers could drop the game against the Bucs and then still win out. It's just that right. after the Panthers, right. it's, a, it's tough because you've got the Vikings and the Bears, which is weird to say. Um, but if they win out, they're nine and eight. They have the head to head against teams like the Saints. Um, so there's there is a pathway for them. I do get it though. That pathway got a lot more slimmer after this past weekend.
1: A lot more slimmer. I actually sure, have the Packers. Yeah. I have the I have the Packers getting in still. I, I ran this simulator thing and I have them getting in. I think the Bucks are gonna cruise way up to South. I think the Bucks could potentially win out and be You're ten. They're finding their rhythm. They are. Yeah. Like
2: they looked really good. Baker, Baker is the first player in NFL history to have a perfect passer rating in Lambeau. First player, first visiting player in history. Ever. Every quarterback that's coming to Lambeau. He's the only one. I've got he's elite. That's why. I've got
0: uh same thing that I had last week. I've got the three teams from the West making it
1: Rams and Seahawks. Yeah. Hot teams yeah. right now. I, uh, there's after Seattle beat Philly, I don't see a uh, away unless they fuck up and a bit, come off a big win on a short week on a short week and go to Tennessee and lose drop that game. But they definitely beat steel. They definitely beat, beat, beat Pittsburgh at home. They beat Arizona on the road. I see Seattle definitely getting in. Um, and then it just comes down to what the Rams can do in those last three. They do put the Niners in week 18, which I think is going to hurt the Rams because the Niners if they are if the Niners aren't playing for that one seed. Week eighteen and resting starters, then I think the Rams get in. But if That's they gonna
2: say. if they I don't, the
1: Rams get in regardless. I think they win the next
0: two weeks, and then week eighteen, even if they don't win it, which I think they have might have a good chance because San Fran, like you said, might be resting people. Um, I still think they get in at nine and eight.
2: The only way that in they this, wouldn't is if the Packers won out because they have had the yeah. to get head against the Rams and the Saints. Yeah. That's the only. I'll, way. Let, um, I'll let you have your glimpse of hope but I'm which I will. And it. you know, what's going to suck is not. we're going to go out and beat the Panthers next week. And then I'm going to be, have even more hope. And then we're going to go out and we're going to beat the Vikings. And then we're going to get our shit kicked in by the bears of all teams. Week 18. I'm just calling at it now. home at home. I'm just calling it now. <laughs> Some, something, something stupid's going to happen or we might go out and it'll break my heart even more. And we'll lose to the fucking Panthers next week. That'll, that'll be as happens. well.
0: Just end it. Just end it. Now make the season yeah. not even matter. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, that's really it. Uh, We'll probably we'll we'll cover this a lot more in depth because I feel like a lot of teams will be more mathematically eliminated next week. Oh yeah, than, oh yeah. Than we've got right now, the the playoff picture will have be a lot more cemented, and we can talk a little bit more about it then. Absolutely, But it's, it's exciting. That right. it is exciting. It's going to be fun. Should be a fun weekend. It's going to be a stressful weekend. Fantasy championship. I'm in one of them.
1: Uh, it's even more so stressful. Really stressful. Travis and I, we're watching, we have to watch the fucking Dolphins Cowboys game at Family Christmas with our dad who hates the NFL. So,
0: can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. All the fucking <laughs> shit talking that's going to be going on there. Um. So, we'll put NFL on a back burner until we do our picks. Let's cut into our game.
1: Let's do it.
0: All right. So, we've done this in the past. We each got three actors or actresses. We're going to name three different roles that they play and then character that they play in that either TV show or movie. The other two have to guess what actor that is, and then they can flip the script on you, make you do a shot if they can name all three of the movies that those characters are. Mm-hmm. So we'll let Jarrett go first because he picked the game this week. Oh, shoot. All do right. I
2: need. Do I need liquor?
1: Oh, that's oh, the liquor. liquor. I yeah. I do. Yes, I
2: better go some grab grab some liquor.
1: I'm confident. I'll I'll go grab. You you'll grab it, Ethan. And I'll, I'll wait to get back. I'll kind of fill fill, fill some maritime here.
2: My two
0: shots because I grabbed three little shooter things from the grocery store for Saturday for us to take while we were all boozing and watching the fights. They're like I've never seen these things before. It's like comes in like a little mason jar.
1: Looks like a candle.
0: And it's like, uh, yeah, it does look like a little mini candle. I don't even know what kind of alcohol it is. Um, electric orange is the name of this. And then this is banana pudding.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: Kind of interesting. We'll see how they go. Yeah. What do you got?
1: Uh, I am going to be doing very, very small shots of Crown Royal um, which I have to go get it. Fuck, I, for, I don't know why I'm sitting here talking. I don't have mine either. Gosh,
0: <laughs> fucking. Are we still I live? Can't, I can't put up with these people. Yeah, we're live. Fucking sure. do it live. I
2: didn't know if you guys paused since I walked away. We did not but pause uh,
0: for station identification. We were still um, here. It's like, oh, no, you, we don't do it. you
2: like this choice for tonight? Stop. <laughs> oh, that's, that's tequila. Right, Yes, sir, Jarrett. Uh,
1: oh my God, dude! I don't. This smells. that smells like it's gonna hurt. R.I.P. Ethan.
2: R.I.P. Yeah,
0: these things that I bought for us the other night that we didn't take. Electric orange. What is it? Banana pudding. I don't know.
2: They're like little shooters, but they're kind of big. That's well. I. That's why I was confused. They look like fucking candles. I'll switch 50, them to 50 milliliters
1: in this. I'm not taking that whole thing. You're fucking crazy. All right, let's do it. All right, you guys ready? Yep. Yeah. All right, my, my characters are Tom Valco. He plays the mayor of New York in a movie. And he's Tony Soprano.
2: Oh, my God. What is his name? I, I'm literally fucking watching this series right now. What is his it's like this something I feel like blank this something like D.E. It's
1: not the shields. I don't know why that Travis. I'm there. telling you right now, you know, this first character that I named Tom Valco. It's a movie I don't know. That, know if I,
0: I might know dad. the movie, but I don't think I know the actor. I don't know. And I'm going to get like, flamed for this. I don't I've never
2: watched Sopranos. I don't know who Tony Soprano is. It's not like fucking Tarico. That's a fucking sports analyst. <laughs> it's, obviously it. it's obviously
1: Italian. It's obviously Italian. It's
2: fucking Italian is what it is. Dude, I, I'm i so mad because like I see the credits roll every single episode we watch. But I don't know. I, I literally can't think of it. Go for it.
1: It is James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. Not day. Not day at all. All right. I gotta. I got to pour it. You. Sorry. If you guys want to know obviously the 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 uh, the movies or shows uh, Tom Valco Travis is from Surviving Christmas. Um that dad, one of dad's favorite Christmas movies of all time. Um The Mayor of New York from Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3, and then obviously Tony Soprano from from Sopranos. I threw that one in there because I was like oh he's in a Christmas movie ethan's watching the show it fucking works workshop.
2: so James Gandalf I'm so mad at myself whatever ready
1: yep yep
0: Chris Cole Marcus Luttrell, and Daniel Lugo
1: so Marcus, Marcus Luttrell this is uh this is um Bradley cooper Bradley cooper yeah. Bradley Cooper. It, Mark, Marcus Luttrell is from is from American Sniper. I don't think so.
2: I don't think it's Bradley Cooper. Um,
1: Bradley Cooper Marcus plays Luttrell. Marcus Luttrell. And I think that's it. That, that's where I'm really I'll, I'll
2: ride with it with you. That's fine. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Chris Cole
0: plays in the movie Rockstar. Marcus oh Luttrell plays in Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. The other,
2: the other fucking war movie. <laughs> Lugo
0: is Pain and Gain. I did a Pain and Gain one a couple fucking. The last time we I did this, I was going to give it away. It is
1: Mark Wahlberg. Ah. God, I, I, I had the war movie right. I had the war you movie. Did, right. and I'm so glad you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all dude. right,
2: Jackson Maine. Let me go through all of them just in case. This is my easiest one chris kyle rocket oh, raccoon it's bradley cooper because i have bradley
1: <laughs> cooper for my number
0: <laughs> two
2: that's that's why i went for it because i was like well you just guessed it so now i gotta just get that one off the table so
1: hold up so now now we can do it rocket raccoon Guardians of the galaxy chris kyle american sniper what was the first one
2: jackson Maine.
1: jackson Maine is uh i'm off the deep end Watches. What's that movie, Travis? It's, uh It's, hang on, hang Stars, on. Stars Born. Stars Born. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, back so, Nathan. here you go.
0: This is my, there's my second one. I had Chris Kyle as mine. Sack
1: and Henry Girard. So, Sack is from uh Wedding Crashers. Henry Girard, I do not know. Such a good movie. I don't know if I know that either. Is Henry, is Henry Girard, is that...
2: <laughs>
1: Kwai Leonard? War, War Dogs. Dude, I was going to guess mm. War Dogs. Fuck. I couldn't remember nice. any movie. I was like, I was like, this movie uh, with Jonah Hill and Miles Teller is in my head, but I couldn't fuck remember. All right, so Ethan's dude, doing another show. Do that fucking uh, movie is hilarious.
0: Uh, <laughs> I got to find a second one now. God damn it.
2: Why is it. Why is it that on the one day I choose to do tequila, I'm three for three on shots?
1: Yeah, you're you uh, fucking rough. I hate to t- I hate to tell you guys this, but I tequila think Travis like is water for me though. Travis is your only savior on this one. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Ready? Ishmael, Russell, Case, and Cousin Eddie. Oh, God. Ishmael's Cousin Eddie's from, from fucking...
2: fucking Trailer Park Boys. I just make that up. I don't know. I just, Ishmael's from that pinball. Like
1: a, not pinball. Not Pinball. It sounds like a... Uh...
2: Cousin Eddie sounds like a Trailer Park Boys character.
1: Are you kidding me, Ethan? You're fucking joking right now, Cousin right? Cousin Eddie.
2: You act like I watch a bunch of fucking movies and TV shows. <laughs> or at least You're know the names Clark? of the
1: characters. Uh, oh, is it I know, fucking is
2: Griswold's it? or no, not Griswold's Uh, the other Christmas movie
1: or is it right? Griswold's? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah.
0: Dude, I don't know his name, though.
1: Ishmael, his name. Russell Case, and Cousin Eddie. He's got a brother who's a famous actor as well. Is it fucking... who's in, who was in the movie Rookie? The Rookie.
0: I'm not going to guess his name. I'm not even close. It is Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Mm.
1: You look Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Dennis Quaid. What?
0: Randy Quaid, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ethan's on his fourth shot of
1: tequila. Yeah, this might be my last one. (laughs) Regardless. Yeah, you can take big drinks after that. I think we should have a four-shot limit. Ishmael is from the movie Kingpin. Kingpin. I don't know why I said pinball. It's from Independence Day. And then cousin Eddie's from obviously Christmas Vacation. Pinball. Pinball. Oh.
2: Pinball or Kingpin? Is it pan or pin? Kingpin. All right. Bowling movie. Try Great listen. movie. Are you do you want me to go while you look for your second? Or please. Okay. All right. My second one. James Conway. Vito Corleone. And Pat Solitano Sr
0: sounds like a fucking Soprano v- shit. No. Yeah, Vito.
1: Say it say again, Ethan.
2: James Conway, Vito Corleone, and Pat Solitano Sr. Pat Sr. for short. Or just Pat.
1: Vito Corleone. This is... That's The Godfather. Um... I don't know the name of the guy in the Godfather though, and people are gonna fucking flame <laughs> me for this because I know it's the Godfather. Oh my god!
2: I thought one of the uh, other characters would have given it away even better, but
1: I oh hold on, hold on. give me give, give me give me three seconds, five seconds. Is it is it James Brando?
2: Travis, you want to guess?
1: I
0: have no idea.
2: Okay. It is Robert De Niro. Um, Robert De Niro. It is. So, Robert De Niro, um, Pat Solitano Sr. is Silver Linings Playbook. He's the father. Gotcha. Um, And then, yes, Vito Corleone is the godfather. And then uh, James Conway, I believe I pulled that from Goodfellas.
1: Yes, that is Goodfellas. All right. Rough, 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 rough. Three for me. Yeah, I'm on my second, so...
2: All righty, way better. Have you got yours other other one together? I do. It is John Beckwith, Ken
0: Hutchison, and
1: Dupree. It's from Dupree and me. You or you mean Dupree? You you mean Dupree? (laughs) Dupree and me, obviously. And that is Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. I don't know which one Dupree is though. Dupree's I'm gonna take to a the stab. couch. It's 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 Vince Vaughn. I think I was so. Gonna,
2: I was gonna take a stab and say it was Owen Wilson because you made a okay. comment about having a brother that's an actor, and he has a brother that's an actor, and I didn't know if that triggered something. And Travis, Owen, in
1: yeah, Owen, <laughs> yeah, we'll go, we'll go with Ethan, Ethan, Owen Wilson. That's correct. It oh, thank God. So it's was you mean was Dupree. my thought process
2: correct? Were Were you like, ooh, brother in acting? No, okay, I tried.
1: Okay, what, what <laughs> were the other two characters, Jeff? John Beckwith and Ken Hutchison. I am not so Ken, H- have Ken Hutchison's from Starsky and Hutch. Um, Beckwith, Ken. I don't know the first one. That's a, that's that's fucking throwing me off.
2: Is it fucking? It's not Night at the Museum because he plays fucking the other random little dude. Um, no, that's, is that Luke Wilson or yeah, that's Luke Wilson. That's his brother. No, that's Owen Wilson. See confusing. Yeah. It's definitely the first not one. cars. First so, yeah. one is wedding crashers.
1: Oh my ah. God. Is that
2: why it. you thought of it? <laughs> the wedding crashers theme that we talked about?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. All right, Jarrett. All right. My last one, Vincent Gambini, Tommy DeVito, and Harry Lime, which is
2: just wild that tommy devito that is also i believe from goodfellas right
1: it is from goodfellas uh, but
2: the last one so it? so
1: listen vincent gambini travis you know that one tommy devito and harry lime
2: it's i think it's joe pesci i'll
1: go with it because i don't know what bang
0: joe pesci it is <laughs> you guys yeah. are doing all these old- Ass fucking shit. Whole Good fucking
2: Goodfellas character. is actually a movie I know, so I was like, "Nice, okay." That's why? So, I pulled what are the other? Robert what Dino are the other film.
1: two from? Where are the other two from? No idea. Joe Pesci. Vincent, uh the Vincent Gambini Joe. and Harry line Harry Lime. I gotta get a, a weird name. I gotta get a look
0: at what Joe Pesci looks like. Oh fuck! I don't even know.
2: I I don't have the other two.
1: So, Vincent Gambini's from My Cousin Vinny, and mm. Harry Lime is Harry and Marv from Home Alone. Oh, nice. There you
0: go. Okay. Nice. All right. <clears throat> My third one Eric Lamansoff, Doug Heffernan, and Scott Voss.
2: Those feel like fake names. I mean, I guess they are technically fake names. They are fake names. <laughs> those are some real fake names. Bro, yeah, I you got me it. stumped.
1: I don't even nothing? know nothing. nothing. I, no. I don't even
2: know where to begin.
1: Yeah, no. All right, it is. You know, should we just take a guess? Yeah, we should. I was gonna, I was gonna What's guess wrong? Chris Pratt for one, because right? for, for some reason the last <laughs> guy reminds me of the fucking first baseman from fucking Moneyball, but I know that's not it. So,
0: <laughs> all right, well. I'll, let, I'll tell you who it is, and then I'll let you guess the movies. It is Kevin James.
1: I would have never guessed that.
0: Eric Lamensoff.
1: That's ups. from, yeah, Grown Ups, yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: Doug Heffernan.
1: That is from, is that from Paul Blart? No, it's Paul Blart, dumbass. That's Paul Blart. <laughs> you know this. It's such a good show. Oh, it's uh, fucking Queen, Queens of New York, or King of Queens. King and Queen. Scott Voss is Here Comes the Boom. Mm. Ah.
2: All right. I might have made this last one a little too hard. I'll take my shot really fast. But I, Travis, I'll be honest with you, this is one that I directed a little more towards Jared. I directed my first one more towards you, so you may not know this one, but you might surprise me. So now that I've taken this disgusting fifth shot of the night, um, it is, Paulie Gualtiari, Vinnie the Dog, and Tony Stax. It's
1: the guy in The Sopranos. Because it's either Tony Stacks you or are, the first guy.
2: You are correct. Are about you that. Tony
1: Stank? <laughs> are
2: you Tony Stank?
1: Um, so it's 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 it's, Paul, it's Paulie Walnuts. Yep, I think is is the first guy. It's Paulie Walnuts. You
2: got that? Do you know his name?
1: I fucking don't know. It's Polly Walnuts. I don't know his name. I know it's Steven, Steven Van Zant in that show. I know fucking... Oh, dude. I don't know his name, man. It's it's killing me. I don't know his name. No.
2: I will give you a hint. Tony Stacks. Tony is his first name in real life.
1: Yeah, that doesn't help. It's an ah, italian ass name. It Anthony, Tony. Um, <laughs> Tony Stacks. What is that from?
2: Um, fucking...
1: Goodfellas, I believe. Goodfellas, yeah. All these guys are on Goodfellas and Sopranos. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know.
2: It's Tony Sirico. Um, Tony
1: fucking Sirico. Yep. yep.
2: And then for funsies, uh, Vinny the dog is from Family Guy. When they killed Brian, and then they had the replacement dog. Uh, he was the one who voiced him. Super Italian voice. That's actually my first experience with Tony Sirico. When I started watching the Sopranos, I was like, "Is that?" The fucking dog from Family Guy. <laughs> and it was.
1: That, well, so I, my theme was that's I, that's I tried to Christmas include time. like Christmas characters, like pe- people from Christmas movies. Like all of them were in a Christmas movie at some point in time. I'm trying to go with the holiday theme, you know? My theme was
0: non existent because I didn't have a theme.
2: My theme when was saw- my first one was in a movie with the second one who was in a movie with the third one. <laughs>
1: And I just realized like, a couple weeks ago we played a game, and I told you guys you, if you guess my theme, but no one ever did. So, wasn't well, fair enough. That was my theme this week. Chris, they're all in Christmas movies. Yep,
2: mine was just right. one one played in a movie with the other, who played in a movie with the other. Bradley Cooper was in Silver Linings Playbook with Deniro, who was in Goodfellas with Tony Sirico. All right. Well, we are going to kick it into our college football picks.
0: All right, I hope you cut that two seconds, George. <laughs> but we are going to roll into our bowl games, which weren't great but weren't horrible La- this past week. Uh, really got screwed on. It would have been the very first play. It was the three unit play me and Ethan or I liked Ohio money line. Jarrett Ethan wanted to take the under. The under was good at halftime, and then there's 28 points scored in the third quarter, and then Ohio wins. But either way, that was our three-unit play, which kind of set us back just from the jump. Yep. Regardless of the fact, we've got a game on Thursday night.
1: so I don't have a pick, so fuck off.
0: I do. It is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton. Fucking great, Um, great
2: name.
1: I, I love US... it. Travis ha- Travis has to do all the fucking, all the sponsor names for all of them. It's great. <laughs> well, you know, Cause Hey, then
0: you'll know if you listen to it, then you're like, Oh shit. Roof It is USF versus Syracuse. Syracuse is a three point favorite totals 56 and a half. Syracuse looking to be dealing with some opt outs. Uh, their quarterback is out. Del Rio Wilson, their backup quarterback, is doubtful. They have a starting D-end, linebacker, and wide receiver all out. USF is dealing with three rotational pieces that kind of that aren't starters, but hop in for plays at D-end safety and right guard. Um, Ethan, do you have a pick in this game?
2: I do, and the way that you were talking, I don't know if you're going to like it, um, but I, I like Syracuse minus three here because USF has the worst pass D in the country. And even if they're on their first, second, second third string quarterback, um, I just – something screams to me that the, – the other big reason for me in this game was that, to me, this feels like a Syracuse prove-your-worth game because they just got what's-his-face Kyle McCord from Ohio State. Um, they are looking to compete next year in the ACC. What a better way to show out and try to get some of these cr- transfers transfers to commit Cranfers. to them – than to come out and win this bowl game in convincing fashion, and then bringing in a top guy like McCord next year—that was kind of a big selling point to me—is the, the combination of those two pieces. Now, again, well, not very statistically backed up, just
0: a touch. You, you didn't, you don't know who's playing and what their offense looks like because you told you told us that you didn't do a whole lot of prep work for tonight because <laughs> you were busy today.
2: Their offense is consisting of their tight
0: end running a wildcat.
2: Oh, well, I don't know if he's going to pass a whole lot then on that worst re- or worst pass D in the country or second, worst, is, whatever, either way. That is legitimately yeah.
0: what uh, they've got going for him.
2: Yeah, that, so. I mean that again, and I talked about this to both of these guys uh, during the week this past week, but bowl games, I said it last week on the pod too. bowl games are just so tough because last second, some dude can just decide he doesn't want to play. Last second, there can be guys that are hurt. Suddenly, there's just I, guys that are like, nah. So,
1: I will chime in and say this. I feel like that's overblown a little bit because last night, it, it, Vegas, is like, oh, what's his fucking dicks out? And they moved the line all the way to seven, seven and a half, and they fucking still covered the original spread. So, I think the better teams find a way yeah, to they win. Had Josh McCown's kid playing
2: against Chad okay. Pennington's kid.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like they, like good teams find a way to win. So like the like, and that's I. So this week I took all that fucking sitting out shit out the window. And obviously, if you have a tight end running the fucking wildcat, that's a little bit of a different story. But that's why I I saw this game didn't like any of it. Any side to begin with, so I have no pick. So yeah,
2: but that's that's why though. If, yeah, I was they, just gonna say that's why I didn't like. That's why I said I don't like that. Those because I had no idea they had a tight end potentially playing quarterback when I read things. Cause I was trying to do some quick prep work um, right before I left work. That's why I got like these first three games under my belt. I had saw that they had their quarter outside of the guy who uh, I believe was in the transfer portal. They had their quarterback playing. So second string. So the fact that that's not the case anymore, just show, goes to show to me that all the information that's out there is not the information that's the same in other places.
0: Well, He's not players. outing out and he's not, transferring he's hurt he's just hurt and gotcha. even if he were playing that wouldn't sway my decision a whole lot because while usf has usf has a bad pass defense syracuse has a bottom 10 pass offense in the nation um so
1: i'll have US, usf money line obviously all right so we'll toss that one not included because they're differing opinions and i don't know uh,
2: I don't know if we I'm gonna can, put it, if we tomorrow need it on Twitter.
1: <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I
2: don't know if we necessarily need to toss it because again, I didn't have the information that they had a position player playing quarterback. So <laughs> all right. Union home mortgage gasparilla bowl uh,
0: on <laughs> Friday in Tampa, Georgia Tech versus UCF. UCF is a five point favorite. Over under is 67. I'm jumping, I'm jumping on this one. Hang on, hang on. on. Georgia Tech, they have a defensive end opting out and some other backups that play some snaps. UCF has a corner, their center, and some other backups.
1: Okay, cool. That, again, I'm not buying into the backup shit anymore after what happened these last these couple games I saw over the weekend. Um, I'm taking Georgia Tech plus five and a half. Um, they ended the year strong. They had an eight-point loss to Georgia wins against Syracuse and UNC that covered four out of their last five coming into this bowl game. UCF is 2-6 and six against the spread as a favorite this year. Georgia Tech six to 2 as an underdog. I mean, again, fucking the players Travis has said to me are semi-relevant. Like I feel like defensive ends, no offense, are kind of a dime a dozen, especially in college football. Um, and if that's their only starter opting out, whereas USF or UCF has – their center—that's a very vital piece of your offense—and a couple other backups. Again, I'm not reading too much into that. I like—I like Tech plus five and a half, just because of the way the end of the year on a, on a little bit of a of a heater.
0: Okay. Um, I don't have that, but I have a different pick. Ethan,
2: I I like the under in this. Uh, I have the 60, under sixty-seven, 67 and half. a half is large only one bowl game so far would have hit that. And that was that Western Kentucky game that I was talking about the over that whole time um, against Marshall, this 67 and a half, you got teams. I know you just talked about how you're not buying into the people opting out and stuff. But the one thing that I do think it does is it throws off the rhythm of your offense when you've got different people oh, moving It around. affects
1: the totals. It doesn't, I don't yep. think it affects who wins or wins. And when that
2: happens, I think they're going to be s- slower start. Now they might pick it up throughout the game. But to reach 67 and a half, I think you gotta be you gotta be going from the jump. Um, and I just don't I don't see a way that it gets to sixty-seven and a half with moving pieces in a meaningful bowl game for these two mm. teams.
1: I think both these can be plays or we'll tease them, but I had also had the
0: under <clears throat> both of these teams have really terrible run defenses, ranking in the bottom ten in yards allowed per game. So I see a lot of run designs. John Reese Plumley, the quarterback for UCF, runs the ball a lot. I see long extended drives killing clock in their last 10 games combined. So five and five, this over would have hit just one time. If they can avoid like that 75 yard run from Plumlee or huge explosive gains. Um, I think this under hits with relative ease.
2: Yeah. And Jared, to your point too, to, to kind of add on to your pick as well, cause I don't hate, like it may not be an official play, but if we did he did an in-game teaser just to make a play out of it. Um, I have Georgia Tech winning this game outright. Um, not to ruin our our bowl pick them, but that is one of my picks that is also one of my so I... more convincing picks. So, like, I think they win this game outright. So the plus five and a half is nice if you teased it and you got the under of seventy three and a half and plus eleven and a half. I think that th- that's a pretty safe bet all around. But I like the under 60 of half outright as well.
1: All right.
0: Fair enough. One second. All right. <clears throat> Next up, we've got the 76 Birmingham Bowl in Birmingham, Alabama.
1: Oh, 76 uh, yeah. the gas station. No clue. <laughs> That's the gas station. 76 the gas I station. Guess so. nice. the, the blue and orange gas station. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> 11 o'clock in the morning on the 23rd. So this Saturday, Troy minus 7.5 versus Duke over under 44 and a half. Don't have a play in this because there's people I think. Both teams are missing
1: half their people. Yeah. I, Duke more gonna, so than Troy. Yeah. I'm going to revert back. And again, if you're seeing they're both missing people, I'm going to revert back to the better team finds a way. I don't have any data here. That's just, I like Duke plus seven and a half. I just think the public is going to look at a record bet here. I'm sorry. Troy's 11 and two. Oh, they're the better team. Duke seven and five, whatever the fuck they are. Uh, I think time and time again, we've seen when. Inferior teams from inferior conferences go up against superior teams from superior conferences, regardless of the record eleven and two, nine and three versus a six and six or seven and five team. Normally, the team from Power Five wins. Um, I it's not like I don't love the play, but I just saw it. i like I like Duke plus seven and a half here. I think, I like I just think I was that.
2: gonna say, <laughs> is an add on to that because um, I didn't have a pick in this game either is that this is Grayson Loftus' is time to shine. Um, I think that he started the last three games of the season, I believe it was. I believe at the moment he's their starter next year since Riley Leonard's gone. Um, so if this is a proven moment to you, trying to trying to work your way into that starting role next year and keep potentially, whether it's recruits or transfers out of that position, um, this is how you prove it.
0: And again... Right now think- it's supposed to be Henry Bellin, at quarterback. If
2: Grayson Loftus opted out as well, then
1: that's just, that's wild to me. Because. And he might have, but. Because here's my thing with college, quote unquote, backups is like, I feel like backups in the NFL and packets from college are different because backups in college are meant to be the starters at some point in time. Like they are in that role because they know a year, two, maybe even three years down the line, they're going to start in that position at some point in time. So they're preparing to be the starter, whereas backups in the NFL, like they know, okay, I'm a backup. Like I'm only called upon when someone gets hurt or when when I'm needed. Um, I that's why like the more I thought about this whole fucking opting out BS, like I'm not buying. I'm like, I don't know. I unless like I definitely try buy some,
0: into it if they're real players and they're or they're missing half their
1: defense. I'm not just throwing it out the window. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fair, but I mean. I just saw it happen. Did you did night. you find anything remember.
2: on Loftus? I saw you looking it up. I just didn't know if you found anything on it. But
0: no, I don't. But on on Roto Wire, which shows like their updated lineups, they have Henry Bellin in as questionable to start.
2: Nice. Okay. Well, that can so. change my opinion on that because I think if yeah. Grace and Loftus was the starter, I I would almost say they win this game
1: outright. But uh, that's what I saw too. And I know. Obviously, that notes. Yeah.
0: I don't care who plays for. Duke, unfortunately, because they have a lot of – again, I look into people leaving. They have a lot of guys leaving. Troy has pretty much their entire starting lineup, especially on offense, so I think they're going to roll them.
1: Um, but I didn't have a pick, so I didn't yeah. wasn't comfortable enough. Let's just, let's just toss it out. We don't need to spend <laughs> a million minutes talking about each of these fucking shitty-ass teams.
0: All right. Camellia Bowl. Montgomery, Alabama, also at 11, or at 11 o'clock on the same day, it is Northern or Northern Illinois versus Arkansas State. Northern Illinois is laying three over under 53 and a half. No real opt-outs impacting
1: either team. I have Arkansas State minus three. Easy. Easy fucking money here. Arkansas State minus three. Covered four over the last five coming into this. And I usually only covered once in the last five. It's just a team that's playing good versus a team that's not. That That's all it comes down to.
2: I have no arguments. So rock on. Northern
0: Illinois struggled to be eligible. They have the nation's third easiest schedule. Terrible at passing the football. Uh if you're that bad at passing football against third easiest schedule, then you probably don't belong there. So Arkansas State, minus three. Next up, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth on Saturday at 230. We've got James Madison, two point favorite versus Air Force over under 40 and a half. Let me throw this at you. James Madison. They are missing their left guard, their left tackle, their backup running back, their nose tackle, their tight end, their corner, their quarterback, both middle linebackers, their right tackle, and their leading wide receiver.
2: I just feel like it means more to him, though. I don't have a pick in this game, but
1: how, do, how, how does it not? They, they fought all year to corner. be bowl eligible. The Air Force all lost year four in, in a row. row four year. in a row to end the year. I'm not betting on a team that lost four in a row. In the I was just so. I don't
2: have a pick in this game. I'm just saying the reason that I'm not convinced is because of that reason. They are, they literally are only in this game because they fought all year just to the legality of it to get into it. So right.
0: that's where I'm half the way. players aren't playing.
1: Okay. I don't have a pick. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just, not, I'm, I'm not just betting saying. on a team. Whether you, whether or not you want to bet on it or not, I'm not betting on a team that lost fucking four straight games to end the goddamn year. That's fine. I'm just saying
2: they are missing
0: three it. starting offensive lines. Oh, okay.
2: You, cool. You had a lot of no problems. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But no picks. They also don't Let's have their head on. coach. Or unless is he is he still
1: coaching the last game?
2: He he not. he signed with Indiana.
1: So he Let's really move on. usually Indiana's head coach. We're not I'm not gonna bet on a team that's fucking missing half their team. I'm not gonna bet on a team <laughs> that's lost four games in a row. Boom. Easy enough. Exactly. Move on. That's all I wanted to say.
0: All right, famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise on Saturday at 2 30. We've got Georgia State versus Utah State. Utah State is getting two and or they're laying two and a half over under 59 and a half. Um what do you guys got? I like Utah State. I like Utah State as well.
2: I also like Utah State outright. So I mean Georgia State. Think, was you said a you five they, in were a row. Yeah, they were favorites now. Yeah, they were underdogs earlier this Wait, week. So okay. Georgia well, State I still like lost. a minus
1: two. I mean, I don't know how Georgia State was ever a favorite. they lost five in a row, and four of those were by ten plus points. Utah State's averaging thirty plus points a game. So,
2: I Georgia mean, I don't know State how. started the end of last week minus three and a half in this game.
1: Goddamn! Mm-hmm. I don't know how they
0: uh, also have pride themselves in running the ball. Uh, their starting running back transferred to Mizzou, and their backup running back transferring.
2: And their running back is so. a dog. So, in fact, yeah, the Mizzou got him. Carol. <laughs>
0: so, Utah State, um, they're missing their, their quarterbacks, probably going to be a backup, but either way, I still like them. Yeah. Next up, we got a number numbered bowl, the 68 Ventures Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, at six o'clock on Saturday. Eastern Michigan versus South Alabama. South Alabama's minus 17. The over-under is
1: half. Not touching this game. Nope. I don't like this game at all. Is Is the reason that we
2: have two. Numbered bowl games, both in Alabama, because
1: that's as high as they can count.
0: I don't know if they can count that high. I, yeah.
2: mean, I was about to say that's a little bit of a stretch because you got the seventy-six Birmingham Bowl and the sixty-eight Ventures Bowl, but it's
0: actually it's actually their body count with their own
1: kin. Oh my!
2: <laughs> oh my God, man! If <laughs> you made sorry. I had to do some... it. <laughs> Uh, I, to throw I, was it out I was trying to think of one but i didn't want to embarrass myself with a poor one so i like the two that we threw out there but either way um i so just thought that was interesting right, that you know, both number no, games
1: were in alabama no place here so moving on no to the place. next one
0: the srs distribution las vegas bowl God uh, damn it. also saturday at 6 30 utah minus six and a half versus northwestern totals 41 and a half here you go. I'm I'm gonna call, even though you guys don't like it, I'm still gonna let you let the listeners know. Utah is missing a quarter a cornerback. Their quarterback second and third string. They are starting a redshirt senior from College of San Mateo. Um, and then Northwestern is missing their left tackle.
1: Yeah, cool, great, great. I love it because I like
2: Northwestern plus six and a half. Me too. Also, oh, what, what was the what over under again? Forty one. I think it's changed. Okay, I was going to say, I think it's changed since I saw it because I thought I saw it at 45 and a half. So well, here, here, I like that less. But
1: here's what I'll say Northwestern ended the year hot. They won four of the last five. They covered in all five games. Utah like, overcame Cam Rising's inj- in injury or whatever the fuck he was dealing with early on in the year. And like people were like, oh, they made it come back. They faltered down the stretch hard now that Travis is saying they're starting a fucking guy from College of San Mateo. They. Have lost through the last five. Only covered two of those. I'm going to tell you right now. I actually like a little and bink on Northwestern money line here, plus one eighty five.
2: Sprinkin' bink, baby.
1: Hate it.
0: <laughs> I don't hate it. I do love the six and a half number because yeah, this kid who's starting at quarterback did start their last game against Colorado, which they struggled. They won by six. I think Northwestern, not a hot take, maybe a hot take, better than Colorado.
2: Well, their defense specifically is better than Colorado's defense exactly. by by you know, leaps and bounds, points. which is why I liked the under. Now, granted, it's gone down so much, I'm staying away from that now. I I honestly would still take that under just as a side play because I think that this could literally be a ten to seven game. Um, but I like Northwestern too, and I I agree with Jared that I think that they could win this game outright. It is one of my pickums in our bowl pickum.
0: All righty, hot take heard it here first. Next up, the easy post Hawaii bowl in Honolulu at 9 30 on Saturday. We've got Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State, who is laying 10 points as the favorite over under 52 and a half. Coastal missing both starting wide receivers, edge rusher, both of their quarterbacks in the middle. Including old Jared Guest. Including Jared Guest oh. Ethan Vasco, San Jose oh. State uh just missing a left tackle on the tight end
2: um and also uh, they have to travel about 3000 less miles to this game so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't have a spread or a total
0: but i've got a deep dive here for you guys coastal has had a tough time stopping the run and that is something the san jose state team does well kyrie robinson over 101 and a half he's had over 100 yards in five of his last six games and i love it in this game
1: Okay.
2: I can't I mean I don't have anything to, to argue <laughs> oh, or feud against I, I that. So
1: no I have no pick in this game. No pick in this All game. Right. Well, there we go. We roll on.
0: <clears throat> the quick lane bowl in Detroit on the 26th, so next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Bowling Green versus Minnesota. Uh Minnesota's three and a half point favorite. Over under 39 and a half. Minnesota's missing their quarterback.
1: Minnesota, Minnesota quarterback it's fine I still like the over 39 and a half this seems super low to me uh four of the four so here here here's the thing four to the last five bowling green games have gone over four to the last five Minnesota games would have gone over this total granted I know the quarterbacks things thing here's here's a big big kicker here the average points per game in the last five bowling Green games were 55 points 55. And the last five for Bowling Green. This is a dangerously low total. I don't think you can, I don't think you can consciously bet the under here. No, but
0: I, it's a little bit less consciously to take the over. (laughs) The under is scary. I would never (laughs) take that under, but the over is also scary with fucking just both these teams having shitter offenses. But I, I see your side.
2: I'm rowing the boat regardless um i like i like minnesota to to cover this spread here um i it's hard for me to bet against a big 10 team against bowling green or five um,
1: and regardless seven. of
2: who is starting it sh- it was just tough for me to to even think that that was a possibility now again didn't really do a deep dive but i looked at the matchup and i was like this is a no brainer to me why is this about, a 7 point spread
0: how about we just take Minnesota over 21 and a half points.
2: I like that too. I don't see there why they wouldn't reach that total. If you're going to hit the over,
0: that would, yeah, they're not going to lose. If you if Ethan likes them to win, Jarrett likes the over, you just take Minnesota's team total over. It has to hit if they're going to if the over's going to hit. Both are going to
1: hit, yeah. Yeah. I have Bowling Green in our pick them, but that's fine. hey they can win
2: 24 22 i guess i guess they could
1: and i and i
2: will lose our pick them because i i'm it's 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 like it's 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 i have 39 points on minnesota winning this
1: game holy shit i have (laughs) six on bowling green so there you go all right we'll we'll circle back to that after christmas
0: we'll see what santa brings us uh serve pro first responder bowl in dallas on the same day 4-3. <clears> at <throat> 4:30. Texas State minus five and a half versus Rice totals 59 and a half. Anyone got picks? Nope. This game sucks. Um, JT Daniels <laughs> retired from football in college because of concussions. So they send out AJ Padgett who played in four games this year. He had a two and two record, but his two wins came against a three-win team and a four-win team, Texas State. Strutt now basically the same offense they had all season, led by ex Auburn quarterback TJ Finley, who led Texas State to have the 26th highest scoring offense all season. I Texas State minus five and a
1: half. Sounds good enough to me. I Love let it record. ride. What's
2: the over yep. under in this game, too?
1: 59 and a half. It's high. Too high. It
2: is. I almost too like high. that, too. I'm not going to say make it a pick, but I like that because TJ Finley has had five games this season with over 300 passing yards. I, gonna, and I feel like that that's just going to be like roll and air raid game all. Oh, all they do. Part. They've
0: put up games where they score over 50 and a lot, but yeah. that's still scary.
2: Yeah. But if, if we think they're going to win, they're going to cover the spread um, by putting up 40 to 50 points themselves. So I, I like the cover as well. Cool. Yeah. Guaranteed rate bowl is up
0: next and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. We've got Kansas. Better rents, than guaranteed? Kansas minus 12 and a half versus UNLV total 64 and a half. This,
2: You're this, telling me I either have to root out. for Kansas or Barry Odom? <laughs> Get out of here.
1: I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm doing it. <laughs> Fuck Barry Odom and his dog shit ass, running Rebels ass team, who was a wagon all year long, and then not only lost their last two, did not cover in their last two, so they are falling off the ship hard. I like KU minus 12 and a half. I think they're the better program. I think they play... Literally, they outrank KU's offense, outranks UNLV's defense in every single category imaginable. Red zone efficiency, rushing yards. They're ninth in the in the country in rushing yards, eighth in yards per play. I think they're going to cruise in this one. I think they're going to run up and down the field on them.
2: Kansas has also covered both games this season when they were favored by more than a touchdown.
1: There you go. Uh, Ethan's just fucking adding to it. I hate it. It's, it's gross. <laughs> I throw I love- it in my
0: mouth. When I saw the matchup, I loved Kansas to win the game. And then the spread came out. I'm like, whoa. whoa it's whoa. a big spread. Yeah. It's big.
1: But I also guys definitely guys hate
2: guys both sides out. of this because of the people involved on both sides.
1: But after the numbers, I'd love to see Barry Odom just like fall on his face at the end of the year again, though. Like he always fucking did for us. Exactly. Next up.
0: The Military Bowl in Annapolis, Maryland, at one o'clock on the twenty seventh. We've got Virginia Tech, ten and a half point favorite versus Tulane. The over/under is fifty or forty-five and a half. I got nothing. I don't have anything. Uh, Tulane. Michael Pratt's not playing. Not Michael Pratt. But is it Michael Pratt? I think it is. Either Michael way, Jordan. Uh, it's uh, not playing. And uh, they left a bad taste in my mouth from that. Uh, conference yeah. championship game no bro, play didn't
1: hit no place no fine
2: next um
0: we've got
1: what
2: oh i was just gonna say real fast i don't have a pick in this game but if people did want to sprinkle something on it um virginia tech is four and two against the spread this season when they are favored by less than a touchdown so
0: if i worried about this game it would be them
1: so let's not touch no it's all 10 here? and a half it's 10, it's ten and a half what?
2: Yeah. yeah, dude, I I used the wrong fucking article, I guess, then, say? because this one says it's minus four and a half.
1: No, How did it jump no. six
2: points? Uh, that is a quarterback unreal.
0: opting out. Whatever. Um, way. <clears throat> Next, not, Duke's, Mayo. Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte on the 27th. UNC versus West Virginia, who is six and a half point favorites, and the total is 54 and a half.
1: This home is home game. It's
0: easy. Open game for UNC. Is that who you got? Plus six and a half?
1: No, I got West Virginia minus six and a half. Drake Drake May's not gonna play. Right. I just didn't know why you thought it was easy. Is that the only reason? Yeah, I mean, no Drake May for UNC. They're dead. West Virginia's won four of their last five and cover three of their last five going into this game. They're hot. Simple as that.
0: How is West Virginia's run defense? Because UNC has
2: Omar Ann Hampton the- who's rolling.
0: Yeah, one of so the leagues. He, is he going to
1: play? Yes. Yeah. Are you guys going UNC plus six and a half then? West Virginia.
2: I, I don't have a pick either. Um, I was just looking here. It says West Virginia also has three players that um, rush for at least 700 yards this season. So this could just be a run game. I don't know what the over-under is.
1: Ooh, under. <laughs>
2: but It's 54 and a
0: half. Jared, that ooh. total this by four points. <laughs> Did it really?
2: Yeah. Live updates for you guys. College basketball is uh, not so kind. Four to us points.
0: Scored like eighty-five in the second. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't
1: have anything. So if you like West Virginia, we could take it. Yeah, I'm I like. Not I argue almost, I'm that. I'm, almost like Ethan's under. Hold up, a little bit of time. So th- think about this. <laughs> if both these teams run the ball so well, if Drake May is not playing and they have a so-decent running back, West Virginia had three guys run for seven hundred plus yards. The, un, the over under is fifty four and a half, so that's seven touchdowns. You think? oh I don't know. Twenty
2: nine twenty five is is kind of where your your sweet spot because that's the pick that uh, I've, I've also as seen. The official college score. I've
1: also seen college guys like fucking college running backs run for fucking sixty plus yards no problem because defenders suck in, in college. What's rule? What's my six and a half? As, as a small play,
0: okay. Maybe keep an eye out. We might look to. I don't think the line. Yeah, this is, is this yet. is the
1: next week. This is next week for sure.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know if they have prop bets out this early. They don't. Maybe look for Amari on Hampton's run total and uh, rushing yards total. They allow 157 yards a game on the ground. So Text we'll me about.
1: and remind me about that,
0: please. Okay, okay thank you. We'll put it out. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. Um Next, the Direct TV Holiday Bowl in
1: San Diego on the 27th. I, We've got... I just, what? I just want to interject, I got tired of looking at these games, so on these last two, I said, just ask me next week. I don't give a shit right now. Exactly. <laughs> um <clears throat> Louisville
0: minus 7.5 versus USC. It's tough. Ask us next week, unless someone loves to play. That's what I say. I, 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 I don't.
2: It's just... USC's defense is so bad and I feel like this game means more to Louisville so I could see I them covering the spread but they're all but offense I, I also do not have as it. As I know that and that's what I was about to
1: say is that they're they're all so bad because USC's <laughs> backup quarterback transferred too. Yeah, it's uh, going to
2: be Miller Moss.
1: <laughs> no, that that's just probably playing. I, the other yeah. kid like tra- Miller Moss is playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's our third string.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see yeah. you next week when, once we get more info. The final bowl game is the Tax Act Texas Bowl in Houston the same day, next Wednesday. Oklahoma State versus AM. ms two point favorites.
1: I like AM. I'll say, I want to put AM just because, just, just because I want to make a statement here. SEC, two. I will never root for Oklahoma State. I, I hate that town anyway. After what they did to that Longhorn, fuck them for forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate um,
2: Texas. Not that it makes a difference to me. I'm just curious: Is Ollie Gordon playing?
0: Ollie Gordon is playing, but Texas A&M defense. Um, SEC. I, Oklahoma State lost by 40 points to UCF. That's all I need to know. Yep, that's it. Fair enough. So
2: yeah, I, I, I was just curious.
0: Follow our picks on the daily
1: um, on the, on the Twitagra uh, nope, nope, nope. I, I've been told numerous times, Travis, it's called X now. Well, it's funny,
0: because when you type into a web browser, it's still Twitter.com. I know. So, <laughs> fuck them.
1: Travis, you know, just what, uh, we work, Travis used to work for the same company I work for, a social media company. Everyone's like, um, excuse me, Jared, uh, you have it listed as Twitter on your software, but it's actually X. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's not, though. It's still technically Twitter. Yeah, I know. Any But no, I hear
0: it. you because people say that all the time. I'm like,
1: no, still going to. So that's why, and all of our show descriptions that say follow us on Twitter or follow us on X in parentheses, formerly known as Twitter, and then at two drunk brothers. Oh my gosh. Of course it does.
0: <clears throat> all right. Okay. We've got NFL picks coming your way. I've got five. Mm.
1: I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Because I mean, it's just a I'm huge slate.
0: But
1: you you said come 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 with primetime games. So I got Thursday, Saturday, and Monday, and then some on Sunday okay. too. All right. Uh,
0: Thursday night game is the Saints at Rams. Rams are four point favorites. Totals forty six and a half. We've talked about it. Saints are digressing so hard. Derek Carr sucks. Rams are hot. I like Rams minus four.
1: Easy bet. So Easy bet. Yep, yeah, I love also. It. Also, like cup over seventy three and a half unit max three unit. Can I can I get some data as to why Rams covered for the last five one four
2: you last five? The floor, my friend.
1: Yeah, Rams covered for last five one four of the last five as well. New Orleans beat Carolina and the Giants after a batch of games. That's not impressive to me. Oh, I'm not convinced. Also like cup over 73 and a half because since he's, I think he's fully healthy again. Now over the last two games combined 16 catches, 226 yards and two touchdowns.
2: I, I hate to pivot here. I just have to mention this really fast. Did y'all see the whole whites versus blacks (laughs) pro bowl game nonsense from a Shard Mendenhall? I didn't. You brought up Cooper. You brought up Cooper Cup, so I just ha- I had to bring it up. I'm just like we should touch this. It. It's it's funny, but it's absurd. They <laughs> would like,
0: cook. A, I've seen too much of like the rosters for because I was going to put it into in the show notes, but yeah. I've just seen too much of it to where it's yep. like all Lead. the rosters are
1: pretty much optimized. We we are cooked at corner. That's where we're cooked at. <laughs> yeah, okay. Who, who are we going to start over there. People say that, but
0: we act like corners don't get cooked all the time.
2: Yeah, but we, I mean, who are we going to put out there?
0: We got oh, Harrison God. Smith
2: at safety. And I mean, you got Matt Milano playing middle linebacker who could, who could sink back, but then who you got covering the edges? <laughs> First, the, I think that everything
0: but corners is great. Yeah. You just got to figure out who you're going to put a corner. Whatever you're gonna run, so
1: game. I I I made made a great point. You have to train like small, bulky white receivers to play corner. I told Travis like Bra- Braxton Berrios. Braxton would, be Barrios. A good, would be a good, good conversion to corner.
2: But also, uh, just imagine running an offense where you where you trot out Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson, and George Kittle.
1: <laughs> Sam, hey, you, Sam just, LaPorta? you just run them Sam, 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 Sam
2: Laporta, why not? First Although, to be fair, on the other side of the ball, you've got mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, uh, Stephon Diggs. Literally, literally right? everybody.
1: Just keep going. Yeah. I, I I did see, because uh, have you guys seen Roan from Barcel's podcast with with Pat Bev? He, he goes, yeah. what happens if we do this in the NBA? And Pat Bev goes, belt to ass. <laughs> It'd be <laughs> belt to ass.
0: <laughs> I don't even How know if awesome you can find five. <laughs> I don't know if you can find five. White guys, and he was
1: like, he, he said, it's like started. Luca, Luca, Sabanis, um, like just a bunch of dudes. Well, I'm like, inter, then...
2: international white dudes, absolutely. Yeah, American white they... dudes in the NBA. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. All right, <clears throat> next game Saturday, uh three thirty is Bengals Steelers. Got Bengals minus
1: two. Yep. Oh, easy money. Pittsburgh stinks.
2: Two, three unit plays. <laughs> two,
1: two, three unit plays. We're rolling. Why not? Boys we right got to win some
2: money back, man. There's no way <clears> the Steelers <throat> even come close to winning this game. I'm sorry. Start- even if Jamar starting- Chase doesn't play,
1: they're starting Mason Rudolph. He's going to get clubbed in the head.
2: <laughs> I almost said same team, but uh, uh, Browns, not Bengals. Either way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Either way. All right. Keep it short and sweet. Uh next game on Saturday. Apparently Jared has a pick in this Bills, Chargers, Bills are minus 12.
1: Totals 43 and a half. Ethan alluded to this earlier. We talked about the playoff picture. A letdown spot for the Bills. It's a big ass spread. I like Chargers plus 12. I know they're starting Easton stick a quarterback, but hear me out. I think we're going to see like a rally. I talked to Travis about this too individually. I think we see a rallying a, a big rally situation here. Steely got fired. They had. 10-plus days to prepare for this game So they played last Thursday night. And they're at home. Um, and they're at home since their last ass-kicking. The Bills also have had two big-time wins. They beat Kansas City, and they, they fucking pumped the shit out of Dallas. Now they have to travel across the country to go play in L.A. Not saying they lose the game. I'm not saying that at all. But 12 points is a lot in the NFL to win convincingly. Um, I just think I've seen this Bills team play. I think it's a big letdown spot. I think they squeak they it out. I don't think they win by 12-plus. I like the Chargers plus 12 just because of the, like, rallying around a new coach aspect. And I've seen a lot of teams do that, do that over my, t- you know, last seven-plus years betting in the NFL.
2: I also would just be curious to know what the spread would have been had Justin Herbert been healthy and Brandon Staley had not been fired because I don't know if it would have – Like, I don't know how much they added on to Easton stick playing. But they've been bad enough as it is with the team that they've had. I don't know if they can get much worse with not having Brandon Staley and being able to rally around that and having a backup quarterback who now has two full weeks of practice under his belt to hopefully sustain some sort of offense. So I don't hate that either just because you got your shit kicked in, your quarterback or your wide... Jesus Christ, your head coach gets fired and now you've had some time under your belt to adjust to whatever the rest of this. And they have nothing to play for now. Like, I know they're not (laughs) mathematically eliminated, but they have nothing to play for. So go out there, just play your best game. They're at home. Um, I agree. Let down spot for the Bills.
1: All right.
0: Don't hate it. Maybe a little unit or a little one unit play. We roll into Sunday. Um, My first play of the day is going to be in the indianapolis colts at the falcons yeah,
2: yeah. Colts i think i know exactly what you like
0: too. money line Yep. hammer um, they are, hammer it. They are one point dogs playing a shitty falcons team i don't know if, i mean they're the lines kind of rat line hope it doesn't come back to bite us. but the, this falcons team right
1: now is in shambles they are they are venting desmond ritter but i don't care taylor heineke is too much of a wild card because ultimately <clears> you have <throat> arthur smith Coaching the team, and to me, that's the fucking real cancer there.
2: All right, well, we got three, three <laughs> uniters yep. so far. We just uh, throw twenty units out this week. I say we just do it. <laughs> I'll keep rolling with my
0: picks because it sounds like they might be in the same. The next game I have is a twelve o'clock slate as well. It is the Seahawks at the Titans, and I've got the Seahawks minus two and a half.
1: I don't hate that pick. It's on my card I, though.
2: I like it even more if Drew Lock starts. I just want to throw that out there right now. If they I think, name Drew Lock the starter, I'm hammering it.
0: I know that it's a semi letdown spot coming off the Eagles game, but you got to think you got a team pushing for the playoffs. You got a Titans team that's coming off, um, you know, hit and miss wins. A team that I think is a team that's looked at as like dangerous, but they really aren't. Will Levis probably not going to play questionable i know he had that leg injury i don't know what it's looking like at the moment but just what it means for the seahawks at this point in the season to go into tennessee and drop a game where you need to win to make the playoffs
2: that's why i like them
1: also like
2: go ahead i said it first you go okay
1: okay i'm making this argument i'm talking i'm talking about like no matter who plays, I think like I've never seen a quarterback combo between Drew Locke and Geno Smith of two guys that seem like to have each other's backs no matter what the fuck goes down. Like I, I think like no matter who starts, like they're both rallying around each other. Like when Drew Locke made that touchdown pass, he did the fucking he, backpack he, and then and then Geno Smith on the sideline with that fucking ego. <laughs> yeah, said, I, I gotta, balancing up and down. I was
2: gonna I was gonna say like this is like no hate to Geno, obviously. Like we just wanna see Drew play. And I do think Drew is the better quarterback. No, and again, no offense to Gino. I think whoever you throw out there, they, they both do a good job. It's just I think Drew has the better deep arm talent. I think he has the better push the ball on, down the field and talent. And on that
1: team, that's what you need
2: exactly. Lockett, and I think Gino is more backhand. like
1: Gino's is Gino, a game Gino,
2: manager. That's what I was about to say. As as, <clears throat> as the difference between game manager and game changer. And I don't mean that Drew Lock is some god. You know, next. MVP, you know, game changing in that way. I just mean that he comes out and that offense just looks totally different in a good way. Um, He's just not
1: afraid to just let it loose. Yeah, exactly. I also think they ran the ball better because of – Oh, my gosh. They're (laughs) they're afraid of the deep ball. Kenneth Walker against the Eagles? Oh, my God.
2: Kenneth Walker popping off
0: for 100 yards is – for around 100 yards Was not on my bingo card for last week. No. Uh, So if they can mix in the run – I think regardless who plays quarterback, I like it. But yeah, I like that. I like that. Pick, Travis.
1: Um, sweet, Ethan. I, I, I got, mean, got another I new game. <laughs> I have, I have, I have a new game as well. So let me. So you're, you, you take it the floor. My turn. My turn. Um, <laughs> I like the Lions minus three against against the Vikings. Yep, Travis is not in his head. Yep, that was my next one. <laughs> on. <laughs> the the Vikings' glory glory run is over. I don't care if it's fucking. Is it Sean Mannion who they have right now? I don't care who the fuck it. Oh, no, it's, 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 it's Nick Mullins. It's Nick Mullins. Mullins. Who gives a shit? Sean Mannion, Mannion, Nick Mullins, some fucking backup white dude who gives a shit. They lost three of the last five. One of their wins was a 3 nothing win against Vegas, and they haven't covered a game since November 19th. The Lions, they they know they need this game. It's a division game and a conference win here badly. They're fighting for that playoff seating. Um, they lost the Packers and the Bears earlier on um, in the last five weeks. Also, the Lions are five and two against the spread on the road. Vikings are two and four at home.
2: So, I I like the pick. I'm only going to play devil's advocate just to give you something to think about. Um, but I, I like the pick as well because I had the Lions in this game too. They play the Vikings two of the next three weeks. This game is on the road. The next one is at home. I, I I have a hard time believing that they lose both. So you think they win the game on the road and then lose at home, or do you think they win both? I think If the Lions, the Lions lose, lose this teams. game, they could lose the division. They could. I don't think it's going to happen, but they could.
0: But I think saying, it does
2: mean more in a way. They got, I, I agree with you there. they got
0: Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. So if the Vikings win this and they win the following week, they have the division at home. And week 18 in their hands.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I hear you. But that means that also just looked against the Broncos. Yeah. Oh, I
0: agree. I think that, yeah, minus three and a half. I love this. This is my last pick.
1: I saw the minus three. So I I I
2: mean, I'm all on board with you too, because the more the Vikings lose, the better that the Packers have a chance of making the playoffs. So
1: well, there
0: you go. All right. That was it. That's all mine. You got the floors, your boys.
1: Ethan. (laughs) On Sunday, what do you got? guys?
2: I, I don't know if you guys are gonna like me for this one. I'm oh sorry, but I like the Dolphins minus one and a half at home against the Cowboys. I I really do. It's a it's the Cowboys look so bad against the Bills. They they go on the road into Miami. It's literally a one one and a half point spread. Miami's offense looks so good, and not, and I'm not gonna, I don't even I don't even want to talk about Miami's offense. Their defense has looked so good, and I know that they've played some lesser teams recently. But so good the last four to five weeks. I think that they have enough to contain the Cowboys' offense to win this game by a field goal. Um, not to mention you don't have to throw in the card. To, but I I love that
0: that spread. This game, in my mind, comes down to Mike McDaniel. If yep. he is not afraid to make the play calls that they need to win, and they, uh, he just gets in his way so much especially against these good teams he tries to get cute tries to get fun and it just never works so if he just does plays the game of football and calls the plays that they do against the bad teams the same way against the good teams they will beat the good teams but it seems like he always just does stupid stuff just doesn't play aggressive enough against good teams
1: so and I know you guys probably haven't watched Hard Knocks this week, but after that after that episode, again, after we lost to the Titans, like he even said, he goes, that was the most top-to-bottom team loss I've ever seen. It starts with me. And he even called out the fades that he called on, in the red zone. So to Travis's point, he, he gets in his way a lot. I don't hate Ethan's pick here because what I think Travis and Ethan is going to be a major factor, if Zach Martin does not play for the Cowboys at that guard spot, Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins are going to fucking tear up the Cowboys' interior offensive line and blow up that run game. And if you blow up the Cowboys' run game, I fully believe Xavier Howard is going to play this week. And Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey can lock down CeeDee Lamb and any other mediocre ass receiver they have after him. So don't hate that pick. I will personally probably bet it because I think that this is a must win for the Dolphins to prove and like to. Big Cat said on his on on the part of my take this week. He goes, "This is the fraud bowl." He goes, "Whoever loses is not a real contender. Whoever wins is officially in that in that realm of a real contender."
0: I don't so. know if I'd go that far. It's two good teams playing each other. I will say, if there was a betting line on Jalen Waddle getting hurt during the game, <laughs> you take that for probably all the money you have in your bank account. <laughs>
1: Or, so I hurt, like, missing missing a play? Hurt, Getting taken hurt out as in, and
2: hurt as in Travis has a bet on it, and he gets hurt first play of the game. Yeah, because it's happened misses, basically two weeks, two, weeks two weeks in a drives. row. It's basically yeah. it's every, happened two weeks in a row.
0: It's every yeah. game. I will bet on the player prop, and they get hurt. It's every game.
2: Yeah. Who, who don't, are we I betting don't. on tomorrow, Trav? We're going to get to B-dubs. It's going to start. Through the
0: Thursday night game, Alvin Kamara over 48 and a half rushing yards.
2: I do He's like gonna that. get hurt first play of the game. It's gonna happen. Just, <laughs> just gonna say it right now. Just brace you yourself.
1: Just okay, bet on the Rams then. I have one more pick on Sunday. It's Bucks Money line against the Jaguars. It's gonna it's probably gonna sound like rec bias, but the Jaguars are playing really bad football right now. Uh, They're losers of three straight. Tampa Bay is the exact opposite. They've won three in a row. Baker's playing great ball right now. It's at home. They have to fight for the AFC South. And also, we don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. He's in in concussion protocol right now. So we could get C.J. Bethard on Sunday. If C.J. Bethard, I'm going to lock in the bet right now. And if Trevor Lawrence plays and I lose, fine. But if C.J. Beathard plays, I know for a fact going to Sunday, that's a W. Because there's no way in hell the Tampa Bucks defense is going to lose to C.J. Pathard.
2: Well, I also don't hate it regardless because Trevor Lawrence, not fully healthy, hasn't looked good. And he's not fully healthy. When he's fully healthy, the dude looks fantastic. But he's hasn't been healthy the last three weeks. And it's shown. And I think that they've kind of forced him out there because they know they need to clinch not necessarily the division, but they need to make sure that they are in the running to make sure that they capture that playoff spot. And they've thrown him out there. What was it? Two weeks ago, he had three picks, four turnovers. Last week, he didn't look very good. Um, gets the concussion. Now this week, it's up in the air. I think if he plays, he's not going to be him, his full self, and I think that's going to show. And also, the Jaguars, on the flip side of that, have almost just as bad, if not a worse, passing defense than the Packers, and we just saw what Baker did to the Packers in Lambeau.
0: And even if Trevor Lawrence does play, Zay Jones is week to week, so he might not play. Christian Kirk's still out, so their wide receiver core is Calvin Ridley, Parker Washington, and Jamal Agnew.
1: Yep. So you guys like so you guys like the Bucs pick?
2: I don't know. I do. it, it scares me just because of like it, it's two good teams, but because of the trends of each, the injuries to the Jaguars, the lackluster defense that the Jaguars have shown. Um, I, I would bet it. And we head into Monday, Christmas day. I will
0: tell you what, looking at these games, maybe I'll just have a nice Merry
1: Christmas. Exactly. I hate every yeah. single one of these games.
2: It's so bad. I, hate I mean, every the, one the nightcap cap might be a really good game, but I'm not going to
1: touch a bet in that oh. game. Oh, I like two in this. I like two. I like one more than the other. Okay. <laughs> My favorite bet on Monday is Niners minus five. The Niners, uh, the Ravens are fucking frauds. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. They're, they're fraudulent as hell. Name me a taint, a, a game where they've played name, a complete. Name game.
2: you a taint? I want
1: to hear it. Name me a game where they've played a complete game where they've looked like top to bottom dominant. He can't do it. The Niners, I can in numerous occasions.
0: They beat the Seahawks 37 to three.
1: The Lions 38 to six. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> um, but. but I will agree with you. Since that Seahawks game, they lost to the Browns. They did beat the Bengals by two touchdowns, beat Chargers by 10, Rams by 6, Jaguars by 17. Rams by
1: 6 on a fucking overtime punt return that should have been called back for blocking the back. But okay, yeah. Oh,
0: I'm not, not agreeing with you. Though. I don't think they're that good, but the 5 is a weird number. For a private-time well.
1: game. I like Niners minus five and Raiders plus ten on Monday. I think the Raiders are going to play the Chiefs close.
0: I like Rasheed Rice score touchdown.
2: I like Rasheed Rice's over in receptions. I don't care what yeah. it
1: is. Cool. I'll, I like <laughs> I like these props too. So we'll, we we'll can put with that as well. But I, I again, okay,
0: that's that's yeah. on Christmas Day. We got a lot of bets from now until then. We'll probably put them out then. We just figure we'd talk about it now. But the slate itself is kind of
1: just not appealing. come okay, on. Why, why are we forcing three? Is it three games on Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Why? why but let's we'll just have fucking families have Christmas. What, what are we doing?
2: Competing market with the NBA. The NBA, the NBA has so many fantastic. Christmas Day games. I think that that's their, their goal is to compete with that market. It is what oh. it is.
0: They will not only compete with them, but they will beat them. And yeah. they will,
2: but I just—I just, I just think that's the reasoning. That's why I'm saying, like, that's why we we typically okay, so don't see Christmas Day NFL games. It's usually NBA. They have like five or six games that day. All I'm gonna um, say is—I is, think this is the like, first year we've seen that in a while. Last
1: year was my first year with my son at Christmas, and the fucking Dolphins about ruined it. So I don't—I don't like games on Christmas and Christmas Eve. I'm just gonna say that right now. I—I'm I, I, not a huge fan. I just want to enjoy my fucking day.
0: I will enjoy my day by just maybe just betting a handful of props and just letting it ride. We'll see what we like come the come Monday morning, but that's about it. That's all we got. I have got.
2: zero plans on Christmas Day, so I might just sit and watch sports all day long. So. There you
1: go. <laughs> there you are. <clears throat> that's it. That's the episode. So everyone have a very Merry Christmas. This is the first time i think ever travis that we actually plan to do an episode between the week oh. of christmas and new year's we normally take the week off because, it well, fall-
0: because of the way that christmas
1: fell this year it and falls I mean, it, it's going to work we usually
0: take one maybe sometimes we take
1: two weeks off but yep. we're going to do another one next week or another we're next right week and we're going to cover next week to be fun college football playoff games we're gonna cover all that shit. It's gonna be a great episode. So I hope you guys tune in then. I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas. And we'll see you next week before the new year. And uh yeah. Happy gambling. Merry Christmas. Be safe. Peace. Happy Christmas.